Welcome back to Big Les's League and all rugby league experience. I'm your host, Big Les. Let's talk about your super Saturday of rugby league for round seven. Uh, the first game, we've already seen these two sides verse each other uh, this season. It's only round seven. I think the draw has been done uh, a little bit strangely in that regard. Obviously, having two teams that have already versed each other in the opening weeks of the competition, uh, versing each other only a few weeks later again. This time, it's in New Zealand. That means the Warriors have the upper hand. I believe they've won their they've won their past four or five games in New Zealand. They've won four of their last games at home. I'm pretty sure the Warriors. Um, so that does definitely give them the upper hand. They are only just the favourites, and I don't know how really the Cowboys. I think they're a bit lucky with that margin because they have had a really tough past few weeks. Um, they definitely want to look for that redemption win uh, in this game against the Warriors. I know uh, the Warriors, they generally don't lose at home, but the Cowboys, geez, they have a lot to play for in this game uh, if they want to, you know, establish themselves as that top team that they were last year. A lot of people are coming out and saying that it was a fluke season last year for the Cowboys. Well, they definitely have a lot to prove because obviously last week they had Scott Drinkwater back. They had pretty much all their guys back. They've got Murray Talagi back this week, which is much better. But, you know, they were shocking last week. They really were shocking. I will say, though, I believe they did miss Murray Talagi's defense. You know, Jeremiah Nanai Spark as well on that edge. They missed that sort of edge that they had there in defense on that side. Brendan Elliott was there last time. You know, there was a few missed tackles there. He led in the tries on that side, most of them. So having Murray Talagi, I think, shores them up on that defensive edge, especially going up against the Warriors, who are very, very strong in their outside backs. Their outside backs generally love to score tries. So, look, let's read out these lineups for both teams. Uh, for the New Zealand Warriors, we have Charles Nickel Clockstart at fullback. We have Edward Cozzi and Marcelo Montoya on the wings. Viliami Vaila and Adam Pompey in the the centers, Dylan Walker and Sean Johnson in the halves. Obviously, Tamale Martin will be out for the next few weeks and you're sitting there thinking, where's Luke Metcalf? I've actually looked into it. I've been saying, why aren't they picking Luke Metcalf over the past few weeks? Stupidly. Uh, he's actually still got a hamstring injury. He won't be back, I think it said, till round 11. So he's still got that hamstring injury. Uh, so he won't be back until a little bit later on, uh, which is going to hurt the, the Warriors, especially... Um, you know, when Dylan Walker provides so much off the bench, uh, they're going to miss that, obviously, with him playing at six. But I still think he's just as dangerous playing there in the number six jersey. Uh, and I can't wait to see how he goes there as well, Dylan Walker. Um, but look, you know, I'd love to see um, a Luke Metcalf back sooner rather than later because I want you guys to see the potential that he has, that we know that he has, obviously, coming in and playing in the trials and absolutely killing it. But look, Dylan Walker and Sean Johnson are in the halves today for the Warriors. And I still think Sean Johnson, uh, if you can have a big game in this one, they're going to be very, very hard to beat the Warriors. Adam Fenua Blake and Bunty Afoa in the front row. Freddie Lussick is at nine. Wade Egan's out again, I believe. So Freddie Lussick is at nine. Jackson Ford and Bailey Sirenen are in the back row with Torhu Harris at 13. Uh, and then we have Tane, Tuya Picky, uh, Josh Curran, Jazz Tavega, and Tom Alley on the bench there for 
for the Warriors. Still not a very bad bench there at all. Uh, and when you've got a guy like Tane Tuiapiki, who we've seen uh, a lot of potential from, obviously, when he's come in and played fullback for this team uh, in the number 14 jersey, it's still a very, very nice tactic there uh, for the Warriors. And I'm very keen to see how he gets used in this clash. Uh, for the Cowboys, we have Scotty Drink at fullback, Kyle Felt uh, and Murray Talagi back there on the wing. Uh, Valentine Holmes and Peter Hickey in the centres. Valentine Holmes had a massive week last week, a massive week. Ran for about 200 metres and was setting tries up left, right and centre. Uh, he was looking really, really good and a solid kicking game on him as well. Uh, obviously, I believe he got all his conversions last week in that game, but you know he's going to be a bit better if they want to win this game too, Valentine Holmes. Him and a lot of other guys in this team really need to step up if the Warriors are to lose this one. Um, but yeah, look, Valentine Holmes and PDQ in the centers here. Tom Dearden at Chad Townsend in the halves. Uh, Mitch Dunn and Reuben Cotter in the front row. Reese Robson at nine. Cohen Hess and Jeremiah Nanai there in the back row. Jason Tamalolo at 13. Jake Granville, Tom Chester, Jermaine Tamar Brown and Riley Price. Now, I'm not really understanding this bench rotation here, having both Jake Granville and Tom Chester. Chester on the bench. I'd love to chuck in another another forward there, especially a guy like Jack Gozowski. Um, you know, we saw what he could provide for the, the St. George Illawarra Dragons and for Manly when he was in those sides. I'd love to see him get a crack. I'd love to see him get a crack off the bench. I think they do need another forward coming off the bench. Uh, the Cowboys... I think either Jake Granville or Tom Chester have to sit this one out uh, because I think, you know, coming up against a very strong Warriors side who do have the record at home, who beat them in the last game that they played against them, the Cowboys, you know, especially when they've got such a stacked bench here of Josh Curran, Jazz Tavega and Tom Alley, you know, I believe they do need another forward on the bench here, the North Queensland Cowboys. We'll see if they make any changes uh, going into this one. They are missing Griffin Neem. Obviously, he's going to be out for the next few weeks with a really long-term injury, so hopefully that he recovers um, from that one sooner rather than later. The Warriors, in respect, are losing Wade Egan and Tamale Martin. They're two massive losses uh, in this game for them particularly in the makeup of their spine. You know, if the Cowboys are to win a game against the Warriors at home, it's going to have to be this one, especially when they've got two main spine people out. Uh, Dylan Walker at six, you know, I mean, he hasn't played six in a while. He's played that sort of roaming forward role. I think in that regard, the Cowboys, they definitely do have an advantage there. You know, they're going to get on the front foot a little bit easier having, you know, two halves that have been together for a few years now. Just revamping those combinations for the Cowboys, I think it's going to be the big thing, you know, getting used to each other again, you know, Scotty Drink at fullback, um, you know, having both halves in Chad Townsend and Tom Dearden in the halves, Reese Robson at nine, all of those guys getting used to each other again. Obviously, it hurt the Cowboys having Scotty Drink out for a few weeks and the combinations just went to the shitter. We obviously saw that last week. They weren't really combining as well. I think they really need to revamp those combinations if they are to win this game, the Cowboys. I've got the Warriors. I've got the Warriors at home. They did beat the Cowboys only a few weeks ago, so I think they get the job done again. Yes, I know they're without uh, Tomato Martin and without Freddie Lussick, but you know I just see something a little bit different with this Warriors team this year. They've really come out with a lot of determination, and I love that in this Warriors team. So I am going to take the Warriors. I'm taking the Warriors head-to-head. I think it's going to be a very low margin. You know what? I'm going to go Warriors 1-12. to Changing it up, Warriors 1-12. to uh, I think it's going to be in that 1-12 to margin. I think it's going to be very close. I think 
think the Cowboys could definitely run away with this one. I still regard um, the Cowboys as the underdogs, obviously, because of the record the Warriors have at home over the past five or six games. Um, but, yeah, look, I'm taking the Warriors in this one. I'm taking the Warriors 1-12. to Anytime try scorers. Look, to be honest, I don't know why Dallin Watani's Alesniak is not in this team. The fact that they can't fit him in this team is insane. Um, but, you know, anytime try scorers, I'm going to take um, Marcelo Montoya. I think he's owed a try. I think he scores a try in this game as well. Marcelo Montoya didn't get me over last week. Um, but, you know, I'm hoping that he'll get me over this weekend. Uh, and then for the Cowboys, I'm going to go Valentine Holmes. I think he's going to have a big game in this one, Valentine Holmes. So I'm taking him to score a try. You know, running up Adam Pompey, it looks like. Uh, I think that him and Kyle Felt can make something happen on that side. Yeah, so I'm taking Valentine Holmes. I'm also taking Marcelo Montoya. If you want to go down a bit of an easier route, Murray Talagi's there. He's known to score tries. First game back, Omen bet there. You want to go for Murray Talagi, also born in Auckland. Um, you know, another bit of an omen bet there if you want to go Murray Talagi. And you know what? I'm going to chuck him into my anytime take there as well, Murray Talagi. So I'm going to take Valentine Holmes, Murray Talagi, uh, and Marcelo Montoya. I may as well chuck another warrior in there just to get it a little bit. You know what? I'm going to change it up again. Look, Big Les, loving the changes at the moment. I'm taking Murray Talagi and Marcelo Montoya, the two fives. Five is an omen. I'm going to go for Murray Talagi, born in Auckland, scores a try. But first game back at home in Auckland, scores a try. Marcelo Montoya, owed a try, needs to score a try, going to score a try. Marcelo Montoya, Murray Talagi, anytime try scorers. Marcelo Montoya starts with an M, so does Murray Talagi. Murray Talagi, born in Auckland. I mean, the omen, uh, it doesn't get any more real than this. So I'm taking Murray Talagi, Marcelo Montoya, anytime try scorers with Warriors 1-12. to There you go. That's my bet. No more changes going on to the next game. The Knights v. the Penny Panthers. So keen for this one. think it's going to be Panthers 13+. plus. Just going to say it now. Panthers 13+. plus. I don't think that the Knights can really get on here at home. I mean, we saw a fucking miracle last night with the Manly Seagulls uh, getting the job done over the Melbourne Storm. Uh, you know, Cameron Munster caught out of position a few times, but I'm don't think this is going to happen uh, with the Penrith Panthers. Knockwood Panthers 13 plus in this one. Uh, you know, you've got guys like Dylan Edwards who's coming off a four-try week, which is insane. Uh, Sania Taruva has been in some great form. So has Brian Toto, the absolute meterator there. Uh, Nathan Cleary loves scoring tries against the Newcastle Knights. Liam Martin comes into the team, I believe. Ooh, still in the reserves there, Liam Martin. I reckon he's a late in for sure. I think he'd be a late in for Lindsay Smith. I can see either Scotty Sorensen, probably Scotty Sorensen, since he's on that left edge coming down uh, into the bench sort of role, which is where he plays his best football off the bench. Uh, and then you see Liam Martin go into the starting back row spot. I think that happens tonight, but we will find out um, later on during the week. Zach Hosking, though, I don't think you can move him. He's been fucking unbelievable for the Penrith Panthers. But let's have a look at these lineups. Tyson Gamble comes back as well into the number six jersey. Uh, Simi Sasagi also comes back, but I believe he's in the reserves. He is uh, for the Newcastle Knights, so it doesn't really matter too much. Uh, but let's go through this Newcastle Knights side. Lockie Miller's at fullback. Dom Young and Greg Marju on the wings. Dan Gagai, Brandon Best in the centres. Tyson Gamble and Jackson Hastings in the halves. Daniel Saifidi, Leo Thompson in the front row. Phoenix Crossland at nine. Nine is a bad omen for for the Newcastle Knights. Fuck, nine's a bad omen. 
I was watching the Hello Sport boys the other day and they were going through the list of injured nines um, for the Newcastle Knights. It does not look good. It is not a good list there at all. Um, but yeah, look, uh, they need a guard, Phoenix Crossland. They need to guard Phoenix Crossland because uh, nine is a bad omen. Nine is their unlucky number, I reckon. Nine is their unlucky number in Newcastle. If you say the number nine, uh, the number nine in Newcastle, you know, you're in for bad luck. You're in for bad luck straight away. So Phoenix Crossland hopefully uh, doesn't get injured. Knock wood because they would hate that. Uh, the Newcastle Knights, having Kurt Mann on the bench, I reckon they're going to use him as a nine as well off the bench. I think that's going to be a little rotation there, having them both um, playing nine in this game. But look, have to wait and see there. Phoenix Crossland is at nine. Tyson uh, Frizzell, sorry, I was about to say Tyson Gamble, but it's Tyson Frizzell in the back row as captain, it says, on the uh, NRL up. So very interesting there. Uh, Lockie Fitzgibbon is in the back row as well with Matt Croker at 13. Kurt Mann, Jack Hetherington, Jack Johns, and Brody Jones. Some of the two Jacks on the bench. Fucking hell, that is a strong bench there for the Newey Knights. As for the Penny Panthers, we have Dill Edwards at fullback, the four-try scoring machine. Uh, Sinia Taruva and Brian Toto on the wings. Isaac Targel and Stephen Crichton in the centres. Jerome Luai, Nathan Cleary in the halves. Moses Leota and Matt Eisenhuth in the front row with Mitch Kenny at nine. Scott, uh, Scott Sorensen and Zach Hosking in the back row there with Isaiah Yo at 13. Uh, Sonny Luke, Lindsay Smith, Spencer Lanyu, Jermaine Salmon on the bench there. Now, Lindsay Smith was caught out last week a little bit, giving away one or two, uh, you know, big penalties during the game at the back end of the game for last week for the Panthers. Panthers will and truly run away with that game last week against Manly, but, you know, Lindsay Smith was giving away a few penalties there. Hopefully a little bit more discipline from him this week. Um... Look, Zach Hosking is an absolute fucking machine. As I've said a million times before, we said when he was about to go to Penrith that he would be a machine. He was averaging about 180 metres per game at Brisbane, comes into this Penrith side uh, and scores two tries in his first two games. I mean, you know, can't really say much more than that. Uh, it was a fairy tale start for the Penrith Panther in the number 12, Zach Hosking. Love his work. Isaiah Yo through the middle. I think it's going to be too strong. The forward pack... Uh, Moses Leota's had a really big past few weeks, having uh, James Fisher-Harris out for the past few weeks as well. He has been sensational, Moses Leota. Um, So looking for him to have a big game in the forwards there. You know, Leo Thompson's a bit rogue. I love a bit of a roguey. Uh, and he's a bit rogue in the front row for Newcastle. I'd love to see him have a big game. Him and Daniel Saifidi definitely need to step up and set the tone in this game as well, as Manly did against the Melbourne Storm last night. You know, really set the tone uh, in the opening, you know, five or ten minutes in this game. Uh, look, Brian Toto, the meter reader, Sanir Taruva, great under the high ball over the past few weeks. Isaac Dargo and Stephen Crichton. I mean, it's a scary back line coming up against, you know, the Newcastle Knights, who again in the back line have been in some great form. It's going to be a pretty decent matchup, to be honest. I'm actually quite excited for this game. You know, Marju against Toto, uh, Dominic Young against Taruva, and then you've got Dane Gagai against probably Stephen. Crichton, Bradman Best against Isaac Targo. Look, I'm very, very fucking excited for this game. It is going to be unreal. Dylan Edwards against Lockie Miller as well. The two meter-eating fullbacks in this game. Super pumped for this game. Uh, as I said, I think the forward pack for Penrith is too strong. You know, Isaiah Yo being the link man gets this side on the front foot a little bit easier. Jerome Luai, Nathan Cleary. You know, the whole back line for Penrith plus Dylan Edwards. The four-try scoring machine. 
I think Penrith get the win 13 plus for me. I know that Knights are at home, so they do have a tiny advantage. But Penrith are the favourites by a long shot here. Knights are paying 390 to win this game. So with the Panthers, with the Panthers 13 plus, anytime try scorers, I'm gonna go for Dylan Edwards out the back for Penrith. I think he scores a try in this game against the Newey Knights. I'm gonna go Nathan Cleary as well to score in this game. And then if I'm picking one for Newey, I'm probably gonna go Greg Marsh. I'm gonna have a three try scoring bet here. Three players scoring tries. I'm going to go for Dill Edwards, Nathan Cleary, because he loves scoring tries against the Newey Knights, and Greg Marju to score a try in this game as well. Panthers 13+. plus. Now, we go to the next game. I know just before that as well, where the game will be won, just so you're getting a bit more of an analysis. Um, yeah, I think... Jackson Hastings needs to have a big game as well. You know, a big halves match up against Nathan Cleary. He's going to have to have a big game in this one. Uh, same for Tyson Gamble, first game back from injury. Again, I think it's just for, for Newcastle, it's about, you know, starting the game strong. I'd love to see them target Senior Taruva with kicks as well and really make him work out of his own end. You know, if you kick to Brian Soto, you know he's going to gain about 20 to 30 metres every time you kick the ball to him. Kick to Senior Taruva. Early as well in the tackle count, pressure him with kicks, tire him out as well. Uh, I think that's going to be a big thing for the New England Knights if they're going to get in, you know into this game. But just setting the tone in the first few minutes through the forward pack because we know. Once Moses Leota gets on a roll, he's on a roll and he gets all of the forwards around him on a roll as well. Isaiah Yo, the link man through the middle, as we've said, you know, it's going to be very hard for Newcastle to get on a roll. But if they set the tone in the first few minutes, uh, it's going to be a very, very different game to how I see it being, which is Panthers 13 plus. So let's see if Newcastle can set the tone going into this one. Uh, and then the final game for your Super Saturday is the Titans v the Broncos. Uh, another Queensland Derby here. Sexy. Sexton's out. Sexy Sexton's out because Kieran Foran's back. Tanner Boyd is at seven, as if there was any doubt there from the fans. Uh, Kobe Hetherington comes into the side off the bench. Fuck, I'm so keen because he was an awesome player. Pre-Pat Carrigan debut, uh, Kobe Hetherington was the guy. He was the 13, and he was making things happen in the 13 as well. Can to see his impact off the bench. He's a very mobile forward as well in this team. It contrasts from, obviously, Keenan Palacios, who's very direct. Yamant DePaus, who's very direct. You've got a bit of a mobile forward in Kobe Hetherington coming off the bench, which is what I love to see here. Uh, but let's go through the lineups for this, these teams. For the Titans, we have Jaden Campbell at fullback. We have Khan Pereira and Philip Sami on the wings. Brian Kelly, Aaron Shop in the centers. Kieran Four and Tanner Boyd in the halves. We have Moeki Fodawaka and Teno Fasulamalaawi in the front row with Chris Randall at nine. Tino, 50th game. Keen to see it. Dave Fafita and Joe Stimson in the back row. Isaac Leo at 13. Uh, Cruz Leeming, who's come from the Super League. If you don't know Cruz Leeming, he played for the Leeds Rhinos. Uh, he's won a comp up there in the Super League as well with Leeds. Uh, he's coming down to the Gold Coast Titans for a different opportunity coming into the NRL. Uh, he's a hooker. Uh, he can also play in the six, I believe. So definitely one to watch there in the 14 jersey. Uh, sort of played last week as well, but looking for him to play a few more minutes, uh, you know, sort of being the guy in the 14 to come on play hooker for Chris Randall. Sort of that rotation there, that hooking rotation. Uh, Aaron Clark in the number 15 jersey. You know, he was coming in and playing hooker as well, but it's good to have another hooker on the bench for the Gold Coast Titans. So Aaron Clark can come on and play that 13 role, which you know he can play so well. Joe Vuna and Isaac Fasulamala-Awi on the bench there for the Titans. 
As for the Broncos, we have Reese Walsh, fullback, Jesse Arthurs and Selwyn Cobbo on the wings, Katoni Staggs and uh, Herbie Farnworth in the centres, Ezra Mehrman, Adam Reynolds in the halves, Corey Jensen and Payne Haas in the front row, Billy Walters at nine, Kurt Capewell and Jordan Ricky in the back row, Paddy Carrigan at 13, Corey Pakes, Kenan Palacea, Kobe Hetherington, Martin Tapau there on the bench there for the Broncos. Yeah, look, it's going to be a very strong game for the Broncos, in my opinion. I think that they're going to get up in this game and really put it to the Titans, especially after a loss last week to the Raiders. They really want to get up against the Gold Coast Titans in saying that. And, you know, BKR Sport is probably going to love this, love this take here from me. I think that the Titans, you know, they are going to come out strong in this game. I really do think that they're going to put it to the Broncos, especially when they said that the Broncos can be beaten. Guys like Jaden Campbell are going to come out firing. You know, it's going to be a really strong game. Tino is going to come in and have some minutes. That is going to be an awesome matchup. The origin matchup of Tino uh, and Payne Haas is going to be awesome. I think it's going to be a super tough game. I'm taking the Broncos. I'm taking the Broncos only 1-12, to 12, though. As I said, I think it's going to be close. Uh, but the Broncos, I think for me, they do grab the win here over the Titans. But look, it is going to be very, very close for me. Very close. Uh, in terms of any time try scorers for this one, I'm going to take Herbie Farnworth there in the centers. I'm also going to have a look at this Gold Coast Titans side. I know that Khan Pereira loves scoring a try, depending on if he's up against Selwyn Cobo or Jesse Arthurs. I think I'm going to take Philip Sami for the Gold Coast Titans. Philip Sami up against Jesse Arthurs. I think Philip Sami gets a try in this game if the Titans do score, uh, which they probably will. And Herbie Farnworth for me in the centers. Jaden Campbell's also one that's quite likely to go over the line. And look, I've got him in a little bit of a multi for me. But as for the anytime take, I'm going to go for Philip Sami and Herbie Farnworth to score in this one. One. Oh, 